Right, and let's turn to Simon Marks now for more on Washington's perspective. Uh, Simon, this diplomatic boycott, the U.S. had been under mounting domestic pressure for months now to make such a move, and they finally did. Uh, yeah, and they also conveyed to the Chinese that this move was coming before it was announced. So the United States is taking some of that public criticism uh, from China in its stride because the Biden administration says uh, much of that they believe is designed for domestic consumption within China. Uh, they insist that the Chinese authorities were given advance notice that this decision was coming. And indeed, it had been widely reported uh, here over the last couple of weeks that it was only a matter of time uh, before the White House confirmed this diplomatic boycott. It's been uh, broadly welcomed by the human rights community uh, here in the United States. But there are Republican voices, plenty of them, uh, saying that while the White House, on the one hand, is saying it mustn't be business as usual uh, in Beijing in February, uh, they argue that the United States is still to some considerable degree engaged in business as usual. And Republicans are saying that the Biden administration should go further. Some of them want to see the American Olympic team entirely withdrawn from the Winter Olympics. And they are calling for American businesses that sponsor the Games uh, to be banned from doing that legally. That would be very complicated terrain for the Biden administration to navigate, even if they wanted to. One big question being asked here is, what will the impact of all of this be on America's allies, who were also given advance notice that this move was coming? How many of them will engage in a diplomatic boycott of the Games themselves. And one country definitely worth keeping an eye on is Italy, because it's due to host the next Winter Olympics in 2026, and under normal circumstances would send emissaries to Beijing uh, to receive, you know, to be there for essentially the baton being passed uh, to Italy ahead of the next Winter Olympic Games. What will they and other European countries do uh, as a result uh, of President Biden's decision? Washington is waiting to see. Well, those questions we'll be putting to a guest later on our show. But separately, Simon, uh, Washington is talking diplomacy with uh, another major power, Russia. Uh, yeah, just under three hours away, very similar in format to the virtual summit that was held uh, last month between uh, President Biden and President Xi. And just as that meeting was overshadowed by Taiwan, this one is going to be overshadowed by Ukraine. The United States says that the president wants to try and get a clear understanding of Vladimir Putin's intentions towards Ukraine. Does he plan any kind of military incursion across the Ukrainian border using those uh, armed forces from Russia that are massed along the border? Uh, the White House insists that President Biden wants to engage with President Putin. This is not, they say, going to be a moment for a rhetorical flourish or finger wagging and questioned repeatedly over the last few hours about what the United States will do if Russia does invade Ukraine. Will that spark a military response? U.S. officials say they're not going to make that threat because it would be precipitous saber rattling. So they are definitely here uh, in a mood to try and damp down the rhetoric as those uh, talks approach. Other issues on the agenda as well, of course, democracy, human rights, the familiar uh, list, but it's Ukraine that's going to overshadow this conversation. Simon Marks, good talking to you. Simon Marks there speaking to us from Washington. So back to the...